Hey guys, welcome into Talking Smash. This is episode 12. I am Roger, and we have a special guest with us today. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. This is Joey Vassar. Um, we will be doing some predictions with him for Money in the Bank. We got us a little challenge going on. Ryan's moving right now, so I had to, I had to call in the backup. Got to come in for that pitch hitter spot yeah. for a moment. But uh, yeah, Roger, thank you for having me on. Yeah, man, again. no problem, and I dude. Appreciate it. I'm sure enough people have probably seen me do like solo videos and stuff. They're like, please don't do that again. No, no, no. They but, love you. They love yeah, watching oh, you. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about those predictions. Joey is is pretty certain that he can beat me and Ryan. I am, and if, as a little bit of backstory for everyone. Ryan and Roger beat Kyle and Anthony over at Smart yeah. to Death. Destroyed uh, them. The, yeah, pretty much. It was brutal. <laughs> and uh, we're going to put their knowledge up against the uh, Waco's biggest mark for WWE. And we're yeah. going to see who's going to take that belt big, home. Big Mark over here. Big Mark. Biggest He's going to get his name Waco. changed to Mark. Joey the Smart Vassar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You guys cannot tr- trademark yeah. that. Joy, Joy does plenty of stuff with the Smart to Death guys. If you've not checked them out, please do. Um, yeah. But let's talk about a little bit of wrestling this week. Some, yeah. some stuff happened. Some uh, some goofy stuff happened. Some goofy, questionable, but at least we had something happen, yeah. unlike last yeah, week. Yeah, last this... week was, was boring, but this week was pretty good. Mm-hmm. First, let's go straight into Enzo Amore. Uh, real one with his track Phoenix. Oh my gosh! I believe I believe this is what they call a diss track. Do we have to make this the very first time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right here on my note, I have Enzo's hot new track, Consensual Penis. That <laughs> if you have consensual penis in your track, I don't think you're gonna make oh, it big. So listening to the song, um, I guess I'm not the biggest fan of rap. There there are a bunch of rap artists that I do like, and I I appreciate the the art form and the music. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is not good. <laughs> I, I don't think not good is even close to how bad this is. Um, I think this makes all rappers look bad in, yeah. in labeling them of how they speak. Because looking at this, how many words do you have start out on that yeah, word sheet? That's... Um, it's not good. And on top of that, like you're coming off of a really sensitive issue. Mm-hmm. You got off the hook. And you're immediately making an ass of yourself. This exactly. is this is the same thing that that they said in WWE that Enzo always had heat on him because he made an ass of himself. And here he comes with this track, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He makes a complete ass of himself. And I, granted, um, I don't know if you've ever played any bands or not. I have. Um, I have not, unfortunately. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not a music guy. <laughs> I, I've I've played in a few bands, and most of the times I never did any vocals, but I was the lyricist for mm-hmm. most of my bands. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a little bit, like, going through this, I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay. Um, I had a mock band, a mock you country band, where we did a bunch of joke songs. <laughs> and I always find words like fart or nards or uh, just stupid words like that that yeah. I could throw in. Like, how can I work this into the song? And I can never find a way to get penis in there. <laughs> but Enzo, I will give it to him. He got penis in this song. He got, pe- so, he got a lot of other stuff, especially yeah. in, I believe it's first... <laughs> Two, three, something like that, where he's talking about roofing a girl. Oh yeah, that's and... that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the third verse, oh, the third God. act. There, it starts off with "Listen up." Well, first there's a fat dude. I, I can only assume that he's making a comment. <laughs> me, like, listen here, dude. I never accuse you of anything. Exactly. <clears throat> but 
He comes up, and the dude's eating. He's got Cheeto hands. He's rubbing mm-hmm. down his recliner. He's pretty much making fun of us people who yeah. watch <laughs> wrestling and post about he's, it. He's living with his mom, and she calls him a bitch. And, <laughs> oh, it's real stupid. But he, he, he fires in with, listen up, you sloppy jalopy son of a bitch sitting on your fucking couch with your fucking phone in your hand doing your armchair detective, armchair detective work. Uh, what you, you think you know is fuck is going on uh, it, it dude these words it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you keep reading like what is all a sloppy job <laughs> sloppy jalopy i can't even say it right son and, of a bitch and it's something you pointed out earlier too if you're just reading through the words he is all over the place yeah from left field to right field to home plate okay. he is everywhere so there there are some cracks at the wwe in here i won't go over all of it and then there's a there's some cracks at uh, Philomena Shehan or however you say her last name, mm-hmm. the girl, the accuser, mm-hmm. and she uh, is so in this song he is calling her a bitch the whole time, and then at one point at the end he says that he doesn't blame her and he has nothing but love for her. Let me see if I can find that line. Uh, they, he also says TMZ owes him some restitution. Uh, <laughs> is it sad that you keep having to scroll through everything just to see this entire yeah. song? There's a lot of lyrics in here. Uh, so here's a big fuck you, fuck you, yeah for me, yada yada yada. Y- here you go. You got your 15 minutes, girl. I ain't mad at you. Nothing but love for you. Uh, I got me against the world still arise. There's the consensual penis, and then he cut he cuts into lion ass ho out Phoenix. <laughs> It's, what is it dude do you blame her or not he um, doesn't even know what he's doing honestly and and this is just a bad song to put out right now <laughs> not so a stupid. week how long has it been a week since he got yeah. cleared of the charges maybe yeah. even less gucci witch you dirty bitch gucci witch was her twitter handle uh, oh my gosh <laughs> and then we got here uh this is one of my favorites of the whole thing uh, and this is where he assumes that people listening to music can't perceive what he's trying to say. Uh, I, I'm guessing. He says, I got less to prove to you than the only thing I put in that pudding was proof. Yeah, the proof is in the pudding, bitch. Pudding ain't got no roofie. Listen, like, okay, you're talking about Bill Cosby. And sure enough, right after he says, nah, I ain't Bill Cosby, bitch. B. B. And then he talks about it again. <laughs> yeah, Bill no, Cosby. I ain't Bill Cosby. Like, okay, we got it. This song is... This song is bad. Yeah, it <laughs> It's is. just so all over... And the video, dude... So, he has the, the Gucci Witch kind of lookalike in there. Mm-hmm. She's laughing at his funeral. And um, he's, he clotheslines the guy at the funeral. And then... Um, and then the next scene we get, he's on a... What are the big go-karts called? The uh, dune buggies? Yeah. He's is. on a dune buggy pulling the casket. Um, what is this, dude? What is this? He The best thing that Enzo needs to do right now, lay low. <laughs> I, I read that he is getting a clothing line out. Do that. Do, wow, he looks like a douche as it is. <laughs> I know. Do, all he needs to do, do the clothing line, lay low, let your name clear, and then come back to wrestling if that's yeah. what you want to do. Don't put out rap albums <laughs> over a topic that you just got cleared on. Yeah, this is a really touchy subject and, exactly. and right out of the gate, dude. I mean, come on, Enzo. Right I know you're a smart guy. I know you are, but just I ain't gonna give him that much back. credit. <laughs> Joey's too nice. I'm trying He's to be too just nice. a little bit. Um 
But yeah, guys, let us know what you thought about that track. If if you heard real ones, Phoenix. That's a, that's a double meaning be, right there. It is. And be prepared if you haven't listened. Make sure if a child's in the room that you have earmuffs yeah, on. This muff them. This <laughs> Don't isn't let kids listen to this. Uh, but let's go into some some actual wrestling. Let's go into the shows this week. We got uh, we got Nia Jax coming out, and then within seconds, it felt like they're already kind of. Would you say this was a heel turn this week? It was a full blooded heel turn, and there's two things that I want. I just want to call attention to. Yeah. One, why are you having her turn heel? Not a few weeks after she was just the biggest baby face against Alexa yeah. Bliss. Okay. And then two. Why are you having her do all this and being a bully towards that's, that's Ronda what was, Rousey? I was like, I was like, well, and it was not only to Ronda Rousey, but the jobber that was exactly. out there. Exactly, she oh. was like destroying this girl and then laughing it off. She told the crowd to shut up. So they're like, she knows her name. Shut up. Exactly. Like, well, all right, uh, what the hell was this? What did WWE? If WWE knew this was the overall end goal, yeah, well, you could have done the, some of the Alexa most... Bliss segment completely different. I still think they could have done this segment really better. They could have played Nia. Yeah. And Rhonda as friends, mm-hmm. and then eventually maybe doing a heel turn and siding with Stephanie. Yeah, pushing Rhonda I, I to can the see back. That. Yep. that is a good story. Follow, follow the line of the Rock. That's exactly. her husband. Exactly. Uh, her husband. Her cousin. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, it definitely it feels out of like this is. I watch you know pretty much all of the WWE there is. I, I try to mm-hmm. keep up with everything else outside of WWE, but I focus a lot on it. And this is some of the. You hear a lot about short-term booking. This is some of the worst short-term booking I've... Worst. You, I, you had her a face for, like, three seconds. Mm-hmm. And now she's doing this. And some people... I guess you can make the argument that, oh, she's trying to get into Ronda's head or something like that. But I don't... The, the I, stuff that she did on Raw yeah. does not get into someone's head. And I, I didn't think the segment was bad, per se. I thought she did okay with it. Yeah. It's a step up from what Nia usually does. But if but you follow it day yeah, in and day but out. but it just felt really, really out of place. Now, what about the part with the arm bar where she says, oh, you see what I can do with the arm yeah. bar? Okay, see, I could have seen, she could have stayed face and done that whole thing. Yeah. But instead, she, you know, proceeded to slamming the girl like 40,000 stiff mm-hmm. times and then eventually kind of kicking her around. Like, yeah. she ain't getting up from that. You but can count you, to 20. Um, do you remember a few months back, she tapped to to Asuka's arm bar at uh, <laughs> Elimination Chamber? No, I did not remember that. Yeah, so... Was it, was it an arm bar? Was it not the Asuka lock? I think it was the... She did an arm bar and she tapped it out It might have been arm an arm bar. I was feel like that is probably accurate. Elim- yeah. Elimination Chamber. I forgot all two. about that. And that's just something that WWE does not do. And I've seen it over the years. They never keep continuity. Continuity, yeah. Continuity, however you pronounce that. Yeah, <laughs> close enough, dude. Uh, but I, I didn't even think about that, dude. I forgot all about that. So I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that makes it even more dumb. Exactly. So and and Ronda, I would say Oscar's probably smaller than Ronda. Yeah, I think I think yeah. so. I know she's they not can't as strong be, or as fit. I would as I would say that that um, they can't be too far off, but mm-hmm. um. But yeah, I would think Ronda's probably a little bit bigger than Asuka. I think so. And if you if you've seen Asuka or not Asuka, Ronda in the ring on the live events that she's been doing, she mm-hmm. looks good. She yeah, looks she does. Really good. Yeah, I was I, I've been impressed with her every step of the way so far. Yeah. So I, I I'm excited to see this match and see how they do it. 
I am I am at the very least I am I am intrigued about it. You intrigued. Like we we will see it could it could be a shit show, but it could be good. Yeah, don't don't set high the hopes too high. Yeah. It's WWE, but yeah. it, it it's shaping up to be a good match. Yeah. We'll see we'll see what happens with that. What I'm I guess I'm more curious is what does Nia Jax do? Or if she loses, or if she retains, I imagine she retains via Stephanie or something like that. That would be my guess. Yeah. But we can get all into the predictions in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get into that a little later down the road. Can't give away my strategy uh, just yet. Let's talk about our boys, the B team. The they, B team. They have been really entertaining. Yeah, I know some have. people didn't like their barbecue segment this week, but I don't care. I thought it was pretty funny. You know, with um, with wrestling, you got to have some comedy yeah. relief. In this there. it was it was worlds better than Bobby Lashley's sister sing with Sammy. Please let's not mention that. <laughs> that should be burned along with the "This Is uh, Your Life" Bailey. I, I loved Rhino back there eating the bologna sandwiches. <laughs> I loved the comment potato chips. Yeah. Um, but I really like so so Titus gets on the mic whenever they try to cut ahead. They're trying mm-hmm. to win everybody over, and and Apollo is next to him, uh, next to Titus, and he's shouting things. We're the ribs, <laughs> and we're we're the I don't know what else you have brisket. Oh my what else? You, I haven't been to a barbecue in a long time. I'm from Texas. It's kind of <laughs> sad, um, but he kept shouting things, and Titus was. Repeating them, he's parroting them over the microphone. It was it was pretty funny. It was. It was a. I thought it was a well done segment, but they're they're clearly going to be probably they have a match coming up mm-hmm. next week, uh, battle royal to see who's going to challenge Bray and Matt for tag team titles. I'm going to assume that they're going to win it. Uh, my question so. here is, what do you think the B team ceiling is? How high do you think the B team can go? Because I have a, I will say that I don't think they're going to take those titles off of Bray no. and Matt. I don't think so. As good of a story as it would be to yeah. have them come from the Mistrage to winning the Raw Tag Team titles, great story. It just isn't going to happen. And I yeah. think this also speaks volume of how bad the Raw Tag Team division is. Mm-hmm. You're promoting the B team. You're promoting Heath and Rhino. Poor revival. I love them, but they are at the bottom of the barrel right Dude, now. That segment was like the NXT graveyard. Exactly. Everyone <laughs> that was in NXT that was good is dead in there, and now they, they were all in that there at that barbecue. I think exactly. the only one that wasn't at in NXT at one point was uh, I don't know if if Axel was Axel ever in yeah, NXT. Axel was in there. He was with okay. Nexus. Oh, he sure was. Um, that was a little before my time, but or before I started watching him. But yeah, come to think Titus of it, he was, was also in NXT. Titus was there. Rhino was there. Yeah, um, he was in there. So I th- maybe every single one of those guys well, were from NXT. There is a team that's missing, which we actually haven't seen in about three weeks. Yeah, now. authors of pain. What are they doing? Is WWE just? Uh, they're going. I think they're sleeping on them. They're. It's like you know they're keeping them on main event or something, keeping them off TV. So once they can get through this muck, because. You can't have them going up against Matt and Bray right now. I would assume that they're the heir parents for the title. They are probably the best, one of the best tag teams in WWE. I I still don't like that they took Paul Ellering away though. (sighs) It's he's old, and I know the travel schedule is a bit much, but you know what they need to do? They need to move someone from SmackDown over to Raw. I would love to send the Usos move over there. Yeah, that's what I kind of wanted in the draft. I was like, Usos can go over to because Raw Because if now, you had a three-team or a four-team battle with B-team, Usos, AOP, 
and Hardy Wyatt, that's a, a pretty decent division. Yeah. But now you really have two teams in AOP, Hardy Wyatt, and then SmackDown has seven well, or eight legit tag teams. Yeah, at the you moment. I mean you have Drew and Dolph too. If I don't know I don't know if they're just gonna be like faction up and just kinda do singles matches or if they're gonna go for any tag team stuff. I really don't know what they're gonna do with them. Uh, but who knows? As it's, far as as the whole B team ceiling goes, I think the the only real answer is probably about like the fashion police. They got a title yep. shot in them, and then hopefully, you know, they're really funny. They're entertaining, mm-hmm. like the fashion police. Hopefully, they don't just drop the ball with it. And like, you could do something with mm-hmm. these two guys. You know what I could see it as is more of the Heath Slater and Rhino segment where mm-hmm. they when they first did yeah. SmackDown Live. They won the titles, all great, and then a week later they lose it to the Usos. Yeah. And then they've dropped off ever since. Yeah. feel-good story. That's my ceiling for them, yeah. winning the title, dropping it immediately. You, you, you think um, they can win it? They could. I don't even think they got it in them to win it. <laughs> do I think they could? Yes. Do I want to believe they are? Do you think they will, I guess? I, I, <laughs> that one's a tough one. I would for, say that it's not impossible for them to win. There's always you know, the percentage of... Vince, you know, randomly waking up and deciding, or botch. Santino Morello won the Intercontinental title on his first night in Italy, if you remember that. (laughs) So anything is possible. Yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit about SmackDown. The Um, the A show. Yeah. Oh, God. SmackDown was really good this week, dude. It has been on a roll ever since the shakeup. It has been. It's like storylines... Storylines are progressing. Mm-hmm. There's at least one or two good matches, and I mean that damn New Day and uh, and the Bar and Miz match oh, was really. so good, yes. dude. Really it was good. so good, really good. Um, but the the bigger story here, speaking of big, we got Big Cass returning. Big the, old the, Cass. Yeah, the injury the injury angle was all the work, and I will give WWE or whoever's feeding disinformation out there. Mm-hmm. They were starting to get people worked on it. Yeah, um, a lot of people. Everybody kept mentioning backstage how he's walking with a noticeable limp. Yeah. Everybody was thinking he was going to be out for a while, and then they turned the page, and he is actually fully cleared. Yep, nothing wrong with him. But with Big Cass, what's WWE doing with him? Because think about it. Ever since his return, he's only sneaked attack Brian DB. Mm-hmm. He lost to him clean, fair and square. Tapped out pretty quickly at Backlash. Uh, Daniel Bryan basically tore up his knee, supposedly not supposedly injured him, and now he's sneaks attacks him again after the match. Yeah. What what's he gonna do? You're not gonna have him go over DB. No. No. So is he gonna sit there and turn around and lose again at Money in the Bank? Uh, there's no real point for him right yeah. now. Yeah. If if it were me, I would put him on the back burner, just like they Raw's doing with AOP. Don't let him take any more losses. Let him, you know, just sit there mellow until yeah, the right he, segment. He needs to be with some people that he can he can start beating some exactly. Too. Um, which uh, it kind of goes in our next topic, but we'll stay on Cass for just a second. I thought I think Cass has been doing well for for what he was doing before he left. Mm-hmm. Um, coming off of Enzo doing the show, doing the feud with him and Big Show. Yeah, like this has been a good step up. He he's clearly worked on his promos and stuff like that. He's not perfect by any means, but he's working on something. Like yeah. for for what Cass was to what he is now, there is a mm-hmm. noticeable difference. And you know, like it's cool to see him in these programs and stuff. But it's you know, like 
I don't think anybody wanted Cass in that match. But then again, I guess you could make the argument that Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe, a match like that could be something more special. Yeah, it, if you ever watch their ROH stuff about yeah, it doesn't 15 feel like... years ago, it, it's really good. They're very young, but you could tell yeah. those guys were going to be stars. Yeah, and well, and you know, they made it like a big deal that that match was going to happen on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't feel like a SmackDown level match. No, it feels so, like a pretty high up pay per view match. And yeah. think about the fans that were there. You're going in, you're expecting to see a barn burner between Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, instead you're going to get triple threat. Yeah. I really hope at least in the dark match they gave him Joe Bryan, but I don't, I don't think that that would happen. But it would have been nice. Yeah. All right, on SmackDown still, we talked about the big cast. I said that we had Daniel Bryan stuff coming up. So a lot of people have been curious, you know, like, why did he lose to Rusev? Why Mm -hmm, is he mm -hmm. not in Money in the Bank and stuff like that? Well, reading on and finding some stuff out, Daniel Bryan has not re-signed to WWE. His contract is still going. or still. Yep. And it ends on September 1st. Do you know what else is on September 1st? I uh, uh yeah. All in is all on in September. is September first. So you don't want Daniel Bryan taking the title to All In and showing yeah. up with an All In. Well, and also you know like that that kind of limits what they can do creatively. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like if the guy isn't going to sign back if he feels burned. Yeah, you then know, you have because a- Daniel Bryan before was he, before he got cleared he was no stranger to to airing out his grievances and what yep. he was upset with. Mm-hmm. But, but um, this also works in outside of the contract dispute and whether he has signed it, not signed it. it it's a good story so far. Yeah. He returns. He came up short against Rusev. He came up short in the triple threat. They are obviously building towards him getting a title shot, hopefully about SummerSlam or so. Mm-hmm. And you're playing up his run against uh uh, Randy Orton in 2013, I believe, or mm-hmm. 2014, where he kept losing and losing and losing. Finally got his title match against Cena, held the title for 10 seconds, lost it to Orton after the backstab, and then he was battling the authority and Orton for until WrestleMania thir- uh, 30, yep. where he won the title again. So the story that they have set up, it's the bread and butter, David Goliath, Daniel Bryan versus the authority, He's working hard. He's getting up there. And then, you know, whatever happens in the future, I think they're following a good path for him and that he's used to and it worked back mm-hmm. then. I think this is probably the, the best story you can get. Contract or not, could play into it, but I think they're doing a good job go, running with the punches right now. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're doing the safest thing they can because what if Daniel Bryan doesn't... Now, do I think that he's actually going to go to Ring of Honor All-In? No. No. But do I think that he would use something like that to maybe leverage his contract, maybe get more money? Like, he's a, I'm sure he's a business guy, too. Especially since he's good friends with everyone over there, too. Yeah. I mean... And, I mean, like, Daniel Bryan should be, you know, like, he should be making that money if he's wrestling. Oh, yeah. And probably, I, it yeah, wouldn't probably surprise more me. than the last, his last run, because now he's, like, people... People are super stoked mm-hmm. that he's back. He's, yeah. you know, he's one of the hottest guys in the in the world. He was probably the hottest one before his injury. And all you gotta do is look to his merchandise sales to see what he's been doing and mm-hmm. since he's returned since Mania. Yep. So 
it's just an interesting thought that you know like okay so maybe he's not picking up wins because creative is like mm-hmm. or they're a little apprehensive about it yeah and with the contract expiring right on the 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 and, end of all in or whatever yeah. and it was you know i think there was a point where he mentioned that he, uh if WWE didn't bring him back he was going to go with those yep. guys so and does him taking an l hurt his credibility in any way no not at all does it, it make rusev look even better for yeah winning? of course i liked rusev exactly. winning that match I, I i've liked all of the decisions i, I don't mind daniel bryan losing here mm-hmm. because it kind of shows the story too that okay he's been out of the ring for two years he can't yeah he can't come in seen as strong he's a more realistic he's a he's somebody you can relate to yes he is the blue no well yeah he's the hard-working blue collar man that what everybody got behind yeah he he was the modern day stone cold yeah that's what he is and um i like it i think you he's think doing so good. i think braun's more of a stone cold than than dan o'brien uh, attitude wise yes Storyline wise, it's DB all the you way. Think so? Yeah. All right, man. If only it was the '90s and you could do, you know, finger waving and cuss words on camera, but you can't do yeah. that now. Well, I mean, he, I, I can definitely see like some fire there where he was, especially before he got cleared. He yeah. was not happy. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, we'll see where it goes. All right, on the the next one, this is gonna be the first. This is gonna be Wrestle Forever first. We're gonna do a Ooh. top five here. Oh my gosh, I am on a first. A yeah, Wrestle man. Forever first. I, okay. You know, I. So me and Corey with the Let's Play when we do two dudes one couch, we actually made a top ten list. Oh okay. And it was so damn corny that we never released it. <laughs> Recorded all of them. Like I, I was like, I can't release this. Is bad. <laughs> We're going to try it again. We're going to try it live. You know, you always got to try things twice. Yeah. Try something different. And we're you're doing a top five instead yeah. of top ten. There you go. Yeah. So if you like gaming, you got Two Dudes, One Couch on the channel. The Rabbit really Media good. channel. Really good. <laughs> um, so we have the top five wrestlers we'd like to see take on Seth's open challenge. Maybe at Money in the Bank. Maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Any of these guys would be awesome. These would all be what we think would be really exciting matches. Okay. So I can get on board with that. Yeah. So here we go. Number five, Jason Jordan. Oh, I knew it. Yep. This Jason. Is, this is the obvious choice, I feel like. Yeah. That's that's why he's five. It, this one's definitely happening. It would wrap up their story that they had yeah. prior to Mania. Because remember, Jason was supposed to take on Seth mm-hmm. at Mania. Thank God that fell through. Not wishing injury on anyone, but yeah. thank goodness they didn't go at it. But it would be a good way for him to return, introduce to the audience again, and you know have them take the l but that's okay yeah you're losing to the best yeah i i think i think this one is the biggest lock for it happening and i think it would be a really great match because jason jordan before he was injured his character work was really good Mm -hmm. but on top of that like he you can't really tell because it took a while to kind of get used to Jason Jordan. Mm-hmm. He almost mm-hmm. had that Roman Reigns effect going for him for just a minute there where he just kept seeing him and like, oh my God, the stupid Kurt Angle storyline. But behind all that, Jason Jordan is a really good wrestler. Yeah. He's he very, very, very good. So him and Seth could probably tear down the house. And they both have two different styles of wrestling. Yeah. Jason Jordan's a mat guy. He ground and pounds you. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is the high flyer, very fast-paced guy. Their two styles would go very, very well together. And I would yeah. be excited to see that match. Yep. Yeah, I think it would be fun. All right, number four. Number four, let me think about this. You know what? I'm going to throw you a curveball. Uh-huh. I'm going to pick someone not on Raw. Okay. Not even on the main roster. Okay. I'm going to go with a new signee 
who doesn't have a storyline at the moment, we're going to go EC3. That would be awesome, dude. I think EC3 showing up on main roster. EC3 is main roster ready already. Oh, he is. The he came in back package. to NXT roster ready. Like, I, I don't even know if he'll stick around in NXT for long. He shouldn't. He yeah. really shouldn't. They don't even have a storyline for him right yeah. now. I mean, and he's he's a perfect Raw guy, dude. He's he is. perfect for Raw. He was the, he's the next level of Bobby Roode when he was a heel yeah. in NXT. I mean, he has the song that you can get behind. He has the looks. He's on, he's in his mid-30s, so he's a little, he's younger. Yeah. I, he's he's got the looks, total package. you mean he's totally orange. <laughs> he's totally orange, but he's that, that that guy you just don't like you yeah. you don't like anything about him yeah, he's he a, he's, a he's ready uh but yeah i think dude and i think they could they could put on a really really fun match i too. think so i really do yeah having just the way their styles ec3 is kind of a stronger wrestler too the dude is mm-hmm. freaking ripped and seeing Seth have to kind of overcome yeah. him, making him look really great too. Seth can make anybody look great. He can. And I think EC3 is is good enough to where he doesn't need that. But you know them working together, that's that would be a killer match. It'd be an awesome surprise for an open mm-hmm. challenge. And if you remember from the uh, ladder match at Takeover New Orleans, mm-hmm. he was always in the big spots, and that's because yeah. he can take those. Yeah, he can take the punches and go with it. Yeah. And Seth delivers some hard spots. So yeah. that way it would make sense for him to do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Then, uh, sir, you go with number three. What, number what's your three? three? Number three, I got another guy from NXT. Oh, okay. And this one, in a little bit. This one, I think, could be. This one is maybe could have one of the biggest pops ever, especially okay. if 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 we're in a particular crowd that has lots of NXT fans. Okay. Velveteen Dream. Oh, my gosh, yes. Please, Lord, please give us Velveteen on the main roster. Yeah, even if it's just the appearance, because they kind of did the thing with uh, with Cena mm-hmm. when he was doing the open challenge, and um, they had you know Kevin Owens show up. Now, oh, Kevin Owens yes. kind of stayed around, but Sammy also showed up, too. Mm-hmm. So you had like guys coming up from NXT, they're getting huge pops, and Cena was putting them over hardcore, Yeah, and the matches were freaking killer. And yep. Seth and Velveteen... Dude, they could tear down that freaking house. They dude. could. They oh really God. could. And now that you mention Owen Cena, that just brings back 2015 yeah. when Owens brought the <clears throat> NXT title onto Raw, beat Cena on his first yeah. match. That would be a rocket fire start for yeah. Velveteen's career. Oh, yeah. and this I is... Guess, I guess you're right. Cena, uh, Kevin Owens didn't come up in the open challenge, but it was right around that same yeah. time. He did. Um, well, he answered an open challenge, did not accept it, and said they would fight on his that's, time. That's right. That's right. But you know what? You did say this is a top five for Money in the Bank. You hit it on it earlier. Great crowd get to get this on. Money in the Bank is in Chicago. That crowd would erupt for Velveteen. Yeah, they would. They're a big... Yeah, in, if, they, if they did that, at, I, you know, like, I, I would assume that not all these will happen at Money in the Bank, but some of these could happen. Yeah. And and even on a rocker, but at, at, yeah, Money in the Bank, if Velveteen came out for that, people would lose their crap, They dude. would. You'd be talking about and it for dude, a that, while. That match would be so good. Just the, the, the kind of fast, mm-hmm. um, super flamboyant. Everything about Velveteen is flamboyant. Yes. Imagine him, him preempting the match and coming out with Seth's face <laughs> on his on his tights oh, or whatever. Man, that's one I thing I love him. about. He is a mixture of a gold dust, macho man. 
He's got everything. Yeah, he he's dude. He's he's so good. He can bang and do that elbow drop. Mm. Oh, that, that rolling Death Valley driver. Mm. Oh, the the elbow drop off the top of the ladder. Yes. Oh, oh my God, I still have memories of that. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's oh. he's very good. So I think people would go crazy for that. Oh yeah. Why don't you give us a number two, dude? Number two. You know what? I'm going to go with someone that actually could very well happen. That I actually could very well see this happening at Money in the Bank. And that's his tag team partner, Mr. Brother in Arms, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Roman Reigns? (laughs) (laughs) Roman Reigns pulls double duty that night and Um, beats Rollins after taking on the hall. What a story. Dean would be a lot of fun, dude. We already know that they can have killer matches and stuff. Oh, yes. And it would be a big pop for Dean to return to this. It would be. And, And especially if he comes out... Answer Seth's call. You know they're they're part of the Shield still. I think mm-hmm. is the Shield still around in a way. They they never disbanded it or exactly. anything. They 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 have. I I would imagine they can pick it up whenever they want. Exactly. So you could have Dean come out. Mm-hmm. Seth be a little surprised. Accept the match because it's his brother. Yeah. They have one. They tear the house down probably. And then you could kick off a storyline between them. Yeah, you could have you could have Seth be. go over and Dean turn Hill on him, Dirty Deeds him after yeah. the match. And you could you could prolong it a little bit. You could <clears throat> play up on it until all the way to SummerSlam when yeah. Dean gets his revenge. That's there's so many options that you could do with Dean. And I think it behind Jason Jordan, probably the next mo the best option for him yeah. going forward. And Dean, you know, like it sucks that he got injured and he's been out for so long, but uh, he's he's one of those cases too where absence kind of makes the heart grow fonder too. Exactly, so, and I was you just know, about like, yeah, I haven't seen him in a while, so I would I would love to have him back in a spot like that. Exactly, awesome. and that brings you know when Austin got injured, unfortunately during mm-hmm. his '90s run, he had his neck, he had um, a knee issue. Triple H had multiple injuries. John Cena had multiple injuries. You know who doesn't have injuries? Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. If Roman would just take some time off, like all these other cats are doing, yeah, he he could actually that be birthday something. birthday off, man. <laughs> I think it was his birthday. Maybe it's his kid's birthday. I, I mean, know. when you're talk dog, you can uh, take off any day of the week, I guess. Yeah. Well, then, sir, you lead us with number one. <clears throat> so you're you created this segment. Mm-hmm. Let me get your idea. I had a number one already in the mind whenever I sent you the notes. <laughs> I was like, here's here's the number one. Oh man. It's Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. He, imagine, he answers. Imagine him answering that open challenge, dude. People would explode. Wow. And um so this is kinda I got the idea because it was kind of teased a little bit on Twitter. Yeah. Kurt posted a picture with you know, saying putting Seth over, saying his best. You know, and he kind of threw out the question, like, "What if I answered that challenge? Would anybody want to see that?" Yes, we would like to see I that. Would, and Seth is one of them that can carry Kurt. Kurt, yeah, Kurt is amazing in the ring. He yeah. is, but with his age, his injuries, yeah, he's, he's got to have older, someone. He's a bit slower. And, exactly. And Seth makes everybody look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. And putting putting them two together. Good lord, dude! That would be such an awesome match and a great story there. Yes, and that could be one of those matches where it's just a really, really good show of respect between two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't think anybody wouldn't want to see that match. I don't think I like think... I could see people make an argument about all four of the other ones, but I could not see anybody making an argument about how excited they'd be if Kurt Angle opened uh, if he answered that open challenge. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kurt Angle's had a singles match since he's been back. No, he hasn't. He his first match back was with 
uh, Rollins and Ambrose against mm-hmm. the five of yeah, them. Yeah, it's just been other people in there. Triple H, which is mm-hmm. a good person to go against. Yep. Um, he he hasn't done a singles match yet. Yep. And unless you put him in Roman, I think Seth's probably going to be your best option to carry Seth is, it. I think Seth is the best option by a long shot. Because oh, yeah. Seth has like that Shawn Michaels thing to him where he can make... Or e- even you can go back to Ric Flair, dude. Both those guys were so good at making people yep. look credible mm-hmm. and kurt is already credible but with his age or whatever seth is the perfect guy to to kind of you know he's so quick and everything yeah. he can make everything look so good in that match agreed and you have you know you have an icon versus a modern day you know a future icon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would be that would be amazing i think that that is definitely the number one pick i absolutely. can't think of anybody that wouldn't want to see that match absolutely now question you got to ask yourself do you want this to be a surprise or do you want to market this I would keep it a surprise, dude. Oh, Hearing wow. Kurt's music, bah, 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 bah. Uh, people would go crazy, dude. Now, if you do that, you it'd gotta, be one of the biggest moments of the year. You have to build it up somehow, dear. It'd be all. bigger than Nicholas, dude. <laughs> Nicholas, oh, I miss Nicholas. <laughs> Thank God, Braun's not in the tag team anymore. But I miss Nicholas and Braun together. Yeah, I think the school's about to let out in his summertime. Oh, you better watch out, <laughs> Nicholas and Braun coming from them titles again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh man, but that's a good list. That, yeah, I can. I am on board with all five yeah. of those. I feel. I feel much better about this list than I did with our gaming list. <laughs> well, hopefully everyone else agrees with it. I, yeah. I, I it's, think it's, if you, Jeff, you don't have to agree, but I'm sure there's at least one name on here that anybody could find. Like, yeah, I would go yeah. for that match. Yeah, and let yeah. us know at Wrestle Forever. You know, let us know. Yeah. if you have a different top five, what you like or dislike yeah. about this top five. If you're on YouTube, drop it in the comments below. Exactly. Let, let us, us know. know. Yep. So, me and Ryan always do a fun topic at the very end of the podcast. We're closing okay. out here. This week on SmackDown, we had us a little dance-off. Oh, we went back to the late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s. Not, not, not Vince, late 90s, early 2000s, no, though. Ooh, thank not, that, not Vince Russo, either. <laughs> this, was, this was pretty classy, but we had a dance-off between Lana and Naomi. No question is, there was no real winner assigned on there. Who won that? Who won that dance off, dude? Oh man, you had some dancing moves from Lana back when she used to dance for uh, Florida State. Mm-hmm. She had some, you know, ballerina moves, some classical moves in there. I don't know much about dancing. And then you turn around on the flip side, and you have Naomi busting out the booty shakes and everything. I mean, depends on what type you like more. I think both women killed it. I feel horrible for them being in that segment to begin with. But if I had to pick a winner, I'm going to take Lana. Damn it, dude. You stole my win. She was doing the robot, man. Yes. She was doing the robot. Um, Naomi Naomi is awesome. Like, I, I made a comment on our group chat that Naomi is like, a, I was like, she's like a, I don't know if you're familiar with the show Steven Universe. Mm-mm. I'm sure somebody out there has seen it. It's a Cartoon Network show, but it's all about like, these characters are super bright and stuff, and I'm like, she looks like a Steven Universe cosplayer. Because she came out with these big, blocky glasses yeah. on. There were stars scrolling through them. Wow. Um, and her her entrance and her dancing down the ring is always mm-hmm. super good. Uh, the whole segment, I thought I thought was fun. I, I thought it was it wasn't. I didn't think it was tasteless or anything. I thought yeah. it was fun. And Lana Lana killing her with the the neck breaker at the yep. end. 
That was a that was a solid neck break. Sets man. up a match for next week. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, I think I think it was a pretty cool segment. But I'm gonna have to go with Lana too. I say Lana won. Do you guys think that Naomi won? Let us know in the comments. Hey, Naomi's really good. I, yeah, I do she's really good. Her. It was it's hard to choose, but Lana started off with the robot, dude. And that is a dance move. I said that I don't know anything about dancing, but that is a dance move that I do know. It has to go number one. If she would have hit it with a lawnmower or something, I would have went crazy. <laughs> now, if she Naomi could have won it. She threw out the lawnmower. If she would have hit the dab, I would have put her in last already. So oh, yeah. If she would have dabbed. Can't dab. do that. That's TJP's thing, dude. I don't that, even think it's his thing he, anymore. I, I think he still does it, dude. I think he still does. He at least did it in the past couple of months. And that's why he's not on TV anymore. <laughs> that's your ending right there. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, so be sure you stay tuned in two weeks for the predictions video. Joey will be back with us. I am Roger. This is Wrestle Forever. You can find us at Twitter. You can find us uh, at Twitter at Wrestle4E. I guess I should put the handle in there. Uh, Joey, welcome to the hardest part of the segment, the close. Oh, I man. suck ass at this. Um, you can find us at Rapid Kick Media on Instagram. You can find Rapid Kick Media group on Facebook. Uh, the Rapid Kick Media YouTube page that's youtube.com forward slash Rapid Kick Media go figure that's where you'll find all the Wrestle Forever videos so if you're on any of those places check us out we're also on audio spots like iTunes Stitcher Podbean pretty much everything but Spotify Spotify is hard to get on yeah that's what I've heard a lot of I've heard Spotify is very difficult to get approved and get placed on there but like you said, you're on everything. Yeah. All you really got to do is just type in Wrestle Forever or Rapid Kick Media in your you'll, internet you'll browser and you'll yeah, find you'll it. You'll find us. Joey, you got any plugs for you? Uh, Go follow me at, at Joey Vassar on your Twitter handle. Uh, uh, excuse me, your Twitter handle. <laughs> on your Twitter handle? Uh, I, don't, I don't have any YouTubes or anything like that, but feel free to follow yeah. me. Uh, I will be on here in a couple weeks. So yeah. I'm going to take y'all's belt and I'm going to be the... Uh, the traveling champion. I'm going to take my predictions belt and I'm going to carry okay. it with me. We'll see. Defeating dude. every single podcast. I don't think that's going to happen. Me and Ryan are undefeated. We're pretty freaking good, dude. Hey. We're pretty good. Tune in in two weeks. Two brains are better than one brains. I know, but this brain. Smart to Those guys, Joey and Anthony, had two brains. Just the brains are very, very pequeño. Very. That's, that's, that's Spanish for small. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it showed in the predictions. Yeah. Love you guys, though, but you got to pick up the predictions. You're not, you're not doing maybe, it Maybe, correct. Maybe SummerSlam will have him back. We'll see. Well, we'll see. We won't give him too much credit just yet. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Wrestle Forever talk- podcast. It's Talking Smash, the 12th episode. We'll see you guys later. Thank you, guys. Bye.